and we are back. Um, took a little hiatus, week hiatus or so, um, but we are back with another episode of Civil Discord, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. I am one of your hosts um, here in the People's Republic of Texas that uh, I, I guess we know how to drive in the state of Texas. Um, Maurice Jones, a.k.a. the Notorious BLG. If you don't know what that means, it's the, the Notorious Black Liberty guy. Um, was coined that in a in in a Patreon group. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Um, but with me again here more often than I am doing great things and coming back from a spring break, which means absolutely nothing when you were anything post post bachelors. Um, they mean absolutely nothing in the People's Republic of California. Amanda, Amanda, how's it going? It's it's going well. Yes, that is true. So post undergrad spring break, even like post lower division undergrad spring break really <laughs> means nothing. It's Pretty just much. you you write and go to slightly fewer classes, and that exactly. is your spring break. Enjoy. Um, yep. But no, you you had a you had a little bit of spring break. You went you went to the the Florida land. I did. Yes, I did. So um, somebody in my family. Um, was getting hitched and the person that they were getting hitched to was from Fort Lauderdale and my wife and I decided to fly out to Fort Lauderdale and rent a Chevy Sonic if anybody is ever looking into getting a Chevy Sonic and you are let's say taller than 5'6 I would encourage you not to Um, (laughs) that that was uh that was an awesome fiasco but I mean can you can imagine this a six foot, 210 pound guy uh, sitting next to his wife in a Chevy Sonic. And it's so small that his wife uses the driver side armrest when she is the passenger. Wow. And um, yeah, wow. so uh, it was super tiny, super tiny, but it, um, it, it, it was crazy. But we rented the Chevy Sonic and we decided to drive around Fort Lauderdale. And um, I've determined that but i was told that i was incorrect because i was determined that people in florida for Lauderdale are the worst drivers and when i say worst drivers a lot of people they they tend to exaggerate when they say oh we have the worst drivers just because like people are cutting you off and you're in a big city and this that and, that. and i was like it's like yeah you know because people in texas do that no biggie i'm used to all that what i'm not used to is people not using turn signals and cutting you off and then stopping in the middle of the interstate for about a good 30, 45 seconds. And then they turn their hazards on for about two seconds. And because they're like, oh man, I forgot to turn my hazards on. And because there is no shoulder, so they literally stop. And then they decide, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and put it in drive and take off. And then try to speed up past people who were passing them because they were stopped in the middle of the interstate. I don't know. Uh, my, my wife uh, came to the realization that yes, people in Florida are horrible drivers. They are the worst. But I was told that they are not the worst drivers, that there is another state that has worse drivers. So so there's it's called there's sort of like a DMV trifecta of bad driving, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. But bar none, the worst drivers in the United States are from Maryland. And I hate you know, normally I don't do stereotypes. I don't traffic, no pun intended, in stereotypes. (laughs) However, I have never been wrong. When there has been a, a like a bad driver, and I haven't looked at the license plate, driving in the Virginia, D.C., Maryland vicinity, and mm. there's just this little voice in the back of my head, like they're probably from Maryland. I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't do stairs. But every single time, <laughs> it's 20 over or 20 under, and it's there's not any 
you know, oh, any yeah. distinction between the two. But so, so Virginia, Northern Virginia drivers are bad. They're bad. Um, DC drivers are, 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 they're passive aggressive because the the entire attitude of dc driving is that they're like really really angry at you because the traffic laws suck but they also don't want to get in trouble so because again there's there does make no sense the traffic laws make no sense maryland drivers just have no sense to them whatsoever i have even people from maryland will concede that maryland drivers are the absolute worst and so i mean i believe you that florida drivers are bad but they're, they can't compete with Maryland drivers all out. That's one of those things of like, should I experience this driving or should I not? And just take your word for it. Like, I mean, it's like, worth it just to, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like when you're in school and the kids like put, make the, the, the most disgusting concoctions at lunch and everyone wants to try it. That's sort yeah. of like driving in Maryland, basically. Right. Almost like, you know, when you see the accident and it's happening, you got to, you got to turn and look away, but you're just like, I just got to experience this. Like, exactly. it's just, it's one of those, uh, man, this tastes so bad. You should try it. And yeah. <laughs> like, what is it that is the Geico commercial? I think it's that Geico commercial with the raccoons and like, dude, man, this tastes horrible. Try some. And he's like, why would I try it when it tastes horrible? He's like, no, you got to try it. It just tastes that bad. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I, I will, I think at some point I, I will have to experience the Maryland driving. It, it may, I don't know. I have blood pressure issues, so it may not be the best for my health to drive and experience that. But, um, you know, I, I may, you know what I can do? I will just take an Uber somewhere in go. Maryland. And that, that way I can sit in the back and brace myself, but not have to deal with the blood pressure of, of, of hey, you know what? These people are crazy. So you'll at least observe it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that is awesome. So people, uh, if you're driving to Maryland and you listen to this in Maryland, um, you are probably one of the people who we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, no offense, but take offense. Um, I'm not sorry. Be a better driver. Yes, I'm not sorry. either. (laughs) Be a better driver. Same people in Florida. If you if you were anybody in that Fort Lauderdale area driving on I-95, I'm not sorry. You guys are horrible drivers. And uh, yeah, so learn how to drive. Use a turn signal every once in a while. Uh, I mean, there was one guy who we talked to who was, he's actually the planner of the wedding. He said he was driving. His aunt was teaching him to drive and he used his turn signal. And his aunt got mad at him for using his turn signal. And I was just like, uh, I mean, uh, I, I mean. I can excuse oh. not using a turn signal when there's not a need to use a turn signal. You're making a right-hand turn, a right-hand lane. That's one thing, right? So, I mean, it's, yes. it's, it's situationally contingent. Of course. I, of course. I know bad drivers because I'm a right. woman. And 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 <laughs> Maryland drivers are, are very bad, even the men. Yeah. These people change lanes without a signal, without any sort of turn signal. And, I mean, they just come out of nowhere. They're driving a certain speed. And they just mosey on over and you're just like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to stop because I guess you don't see me here. Now, granted, we were in a Chevy Sonic, which, again, couldn't be longer than five feet long. Uh, but maybe they didn't see us. Maybe they did. Still doesn't excuse. They were horrible drivers. Um, it just is what it is. So, but yeah, sorry. Whew. Okay. That was a lot. That was a lot. But spring break was great. It was great for me. Um, very relaxing. Because I'm a teacher, so I got the whole week off. Oh, yeah. Didn't have to deal with anything. Um, I told my students, said, hey, you better turn in all your work before spring break. Because once Friday at 
255 hits. I am not thinking about anything related to school. So don't ask me to grade anything over spring break. Don't say, hey, coach, I need you to, I got to turn this stuff in so I make sure I pass your class. Nope. Give me every opportunity to do it. Um, so it was somewhat relaxing. We were busy, but relaxing nonetheless. So it is all gravy. But speaking of breaks and DC, there is something that is happening somewhere on Capitol Hill. Um, the, if, if you were sleeping under a rock like I am, then you may barely know of this lady who is Katanji Brown Jackson, who is the first black woman um, to be nominated for the Supreme Court. And I would assume that she is going to be um, confirmed. I mean, I, yeah. even though it is 50-50, I'm just assuming she's going to be confirmed. But anyway, um, just because this is all for a show. And according to, um, according to, I would say, experts, she is the most highly qualified person for this job ever in American history. Um, I don't know if that is entirely true, mainly because I don't know of anybody who I don't know of everybody's um, previous experience prior to be put on the Supreme Court and so forth. But I have I believe it has something to do with the fact that maybe she's black and she's a woman. Don't know if that's the reason why they're using all of those. Possibly the case. Um, and then Joy, the great Joy from The View, Behar, literally said that she is the most perfect, perfect, perfect person for a role in um in 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 political office which she should it shouldn't be a political office let's be real but most perfect person for this role since barack obama now i don't know what anybody thinks about barack obama and that being the case but i'm but i'm going to assume since most of our listeners probably subscribe to my beliefs or amanda's beliefs or somewhat right uh barack obama was not a perfect person matter of fact a lot of people believe that he was a war criminal um, I may be one of those people. I'm not going to say maybe I am one of those people. Uh, so Barack Obama was not necessarily perfect. He may have looked apart. He looked perfect. He did. Nice, well-kept black man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're sounding a little bit racist. <laughs> Are you saying that he's clean and articulate? 100%. Sure is. Sure that's is. That's racist, hey, I've been told. That's what Joe Biden said. If Joe Biden said it, then I can say it. If Joe Biden says it, then I can say it. Um, but yeah, so uh, all that to say... Uh, I'm going to call her KBJ. KBJ is uh, is going through the, the the confirmation hearings, which are an utter crap show, um, for a, a lack of better terms, discussing books and things of that nature. But um, it is what it is. But Amanda, what are your thoughts on this? On what's, well, it's what's all happening and going down. It's very interesting because I, I think some of our listeners may know this that the the first um, the, the first black woman who was who was nominated to uh, to the Supreme Court was in fact blocked and filibustered by Joe Biden. That was, well, actually, no, so is that, so that's, that is, that is the claim. Now the, the reality is that there have been several black women nominated to the, um, to the DC circuit court Mm. and the DC circuit court is, is uh, is seen as the gateway to the Supreme Court, and there have been several times um, there ha- that Republicans have nominated uh, black women to the D.C. Circuit Court, and those have been filibustered. Um, I believe it. Yes. So, but and again, you know, uh, there's 
I, I have been told that the uh, that the filibuster is racist, and that uh, anyone That'd who be. uses it is using a relic of Jim Crow. So oh. Democrats evidently use this relic of Jim Crow to block D.C. Circuit Court justices like Janice Rogers Brown, who just happen to be uh, Republicans. So that, that, was a, that was a little interesting take. Yeah, um, that we could have potentially had a black female justice earlier, uh, if not for this wonderful thing called the filibuster. But hmm. I, in fact, that's racist. The filibuster. It keeps black people. <laughs> It's only, only racist when Republicans doing it. Exactly. Only when Republicans do it. Exactly. So I, I did watch much of the, uh, the judge, uh, you know, I, I was going to say Janice Rogers Brown because this was, this was the black female justice who was nominated. <laughs> I didn't watch Janice Rogers Brown's nomination here right. because they were filibustered. I did, I did watch uh, the uh, judge Jackson's hearings and it's, very funny to me um, because really when I watch the Senate Judiciary Committee, I basically watch it for Ben Sass. I have a problematic relationship with Ben Sass. <laughs> so I, I really like when I was, when I identified as a Republican, I totally adored him. And then, you know, I, I, some, I, you know, I moved on from a from Republicanism and mm. sometimes he tries to win me back. And <laughs> <laughs> Supreme Court hearings are times like those when I get to see Ben Sass ask nominees to perform original Schoolhouse Rock numbers uh, and basically just like play civics class. This is my right. jam. Um, ben Sass was one of the very few members of that committee that asked any relevant questions whatsoever. Yeah, of course. There and, and and you know if people have played clips from conservatives asking wacky questions, I, liberals didn't really ask any questions. They mostly delivered monologues about how great she was, especially Cory Booker, who is just amazing at off the cuff, like you know, inspiring, uplifting rhetoric. Evidently, yeah, what I hear is is that he's he's also uh, you know he's he's also a bit disingenuous with all that, but he's a fantastic actor. I because completely forgot that he existed. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot that he ran for president two years ago. He did. Like, he I completely did. forgot that he existed. I was like, oh, when you brought it, I was like, oh my gosh, that guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, see, see, most people who are disingenuous, um, they are disingenuous in the way that they will deliver pre-written remarks. But Cory Booker has something special going on where he's able to just kind of like, it seems that he's improving <laughs> off the cuff. And again, he he seems like this very, very genuine uh, boy. He's got this boyish demeanor to him. You know, he's right. not Ted Cruz who gets a Stafford right about how great Bitcoin is. He's just like, he's, he's leading a, a gospel session up there. Um, but so he was fun to watch. Uh, ben Sass was especially fun to watch because of the low key shade that he threw on other Republicans, such For as sure. Ted Cruz, who at least used to be his former housemate. I don't know if he still is. I really enjoy the odd couple scenarios that play in my head. Uh, <laughs> when, when I think about Ben Sass and Ted Cruz living together. Um, but yeah, so he was talking about how there are all kinds of jack wagons on on the you know in in congress the word jack wagon needs to be brought into the national discourse more along 100%. with schoolhouse rock ben yes. um but after ted cruz and josh hawley and all of this had said their piece um or at least part of it 
Ben Sass then turns to asking Judge Jackson about uh, cameras in the Supreme Court, because there have been some calls for Supreme Court hearings to be televised as well as mm. recorded in audio. And this is, you know, this is right after Ted Cruz has just gone off. And he says, you know, you see how in in hearings like these, we have all this all this jackassery that goes it was either jackassery or assholery the word ass was definitely used i felt it was clear that he was referring to his his republican uh cohort and in particular because he was i think he was the only republican who did not sign um the letter requesting pre-sentence pre-sentencing data um related to uh Judge Jackson's apparently lenient sentences on mm. uh, child pornography offenders. Um, there was a request for pre-sentencing data that would have disclosed information about some of the victims. And so the, the you know, the, the issue was, you know, we want to protect their privacy and this has never been done right. before. Um, and Ben's asked, to his credit, is the only person who did not sign that letter and proceeded with basically the only relevant line of questioning in the hearing, which was, what is your judicial philosophy, which she also could not answer, uh, in which Democrats suddenly decided that they didn't care about judicial philosophy after spending mm. all of these previous nominations grilling nominees as they should about judicial philosophy. I'm talking about how right. concerning their judicial philosophy is. Um, right. Of course, Ben Sass has released a statement that he will not be voting to confirm Judge Jackson, which I'm not sure about the political optics of that. But at least it shows that he has uh, principles. Right, I just talked sure. about Ben Sass a lot, and I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm okay with that. But I, I, I've said I have a okay problematic it. relationship with him. It's all gravy. It's all gravy. And, and at least there were there were some some few that were asking, like you said, relevant questions. Um, I, I, I think most of it, especially because of what's what we're going to talk about a, a little later in the show, but because a lot of that's going on, people are asking, you know, like, Hey, can you define what a woman is? Yeah. And, um, and, and, and it's all this thing. And, and I will say um, to her credit, she, uh, judge Jackson is her responses are very much like, Hey, it is not my job to do this. Like it's, it's not my job to determine what this is or what or or, or or what this that's congress's job that's Although, y'all's job to do that go ahead it, well if there's a 14th amendment case though then the question of what is a woman right. does become relevant as um, you were going to get into true yes yeah. for sure um but I, I mean it's and so so she's she's able to to answer uh those those questions as as i feel like most people should like, like hey look like it's not my job to do that like because they now, granted, I probably don't agree with her on a lot, mainly because if if she was nominated by the Democrats and nominated by the left, then she she probably does a lot of things. And I will say this: I don't like. I haven't looked into the whole child pornography cases and things of that nature, or not. But I tend to not like um, uh, people who 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 um, who were in that specific realm. Um, mm-hmm. So if 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 you tend to hurt those who who were very uh, small and not fully developed then i tend to have issues with that but nonetheless um i i I will say like a lot of her responses are hey like this this does not pertain to anything about this which which a lot of 
Um, ACB did in her in, in, in her confirmation as well, too, as far as her grilling from the Democrats of like, hey, like, I can't answer that question because it, that's not how my that's not how my that does not determine how I will do my job in that sense, because I don't write the laws. I just I interpret specific things and so forth, which is good, um, which is I would say not what happened during Brett Kavanaugh. That was just an utter, utter mess. And so this, I will say this hasn't been as big of a mess as previous ones or whatnot, but there are times where, you know, it's, you can tell that that these, that these people who are sitting on, on, on the, on, on, on these, in in these Senate confirmation hearings, as far as being um, these judges are former lawyers and judges because of how they're able to maneuver around questions and say things like, ah, you know what? I can't say that because of this or um, this may, I will, for lack of better term, I will use the word incriminate. Um, but you know, it, it, for, for towards this and give give cause for give true cause for pause for confirmation and so forth. Um, but most of it, I'm, I'm like, okay, like cool, yeah, like you know, it is what it is. Um, on the TikToks, you get the people who would say she can't define what a woman is, and then she's like, okay, yeah, you can't, but. But in in some cases, you would need to like you will need to because, I mean, hey, if we're talking about specific amendments that apply to specific people, then, you know, maybe I don't know, possibly you may have to interpret some things. A woman is someone who you have to believe. That's that's a woman. A woman is because yes. you have to believe all women. So a woman believe is someone women. who has to be believed. That is what a woman is. Um, you know, unless it's, they've been touched by Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, about Sorry. that. No, it's fine. <laughs> fine, but even so, even the even the child pornography um, sentencing questions it it evinces. Congress's lack of ability or willingness to actually take action because the the logic behind the lenient sentencing was that so there were sentencing recommendations that were passed by Congress and these were passed by Congress before the advent of the internet. So they were passed by Congress with various gradations of if you have this many images, you know, we're recommending this much time, you have this many images, right. we're this much time. but then when you get to the internet, you have that all escalates, you know, thousandfold, you can have infinite images. So the idea was that, you know, Judge Jackson's trying to establish gradations of severity using an outdated model that basically where everything is gradations of, you know, is the ultimate severity just because of how, how easy it is to download child pornography. Now, the Mm. obvious argument of that is, well, fine, you know, it's, it's always very, very, very severe. But the fact is that Congress neglected to address that, to address those sentencing recommendations Right. And this wouldn't have happened if you had had a if, if you had had a consensus about okay we've got computers now we've got the internet now how do we titrate sentencing in light of that right didn't happen so no of course because who expects the U.S. government to get any better um, it does nothing but get worse in my opinion and it is what it is well and then of course um, yeah lawmaking gets outsourced to the courts and that's a problem because these are unelected lifetime appointees exactly exactly then you wind up with people who sit on these these spots forever and a day 
mm-hmm. and and then and then t- turn around and they their interpretation of specific laws now becomes law and people speak on that like that is the law and then it's yeah. just it turns into this whole hodgepodge of things that the founding fathers did not build it that way um since a lot of people go back to the founding fathers they didn't build it that way they didn't say hey the judicial branch is allowed to make laws that's not what they said not at all um matter of fact they didn't even say talk about anything about judicial review Oh, that came after the came after the Constitution. Well, whew. All right. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, th- this is the government that we live in and um, and that I have chosen. I, I, I guess I put quotes around that I've chosen to um, to be a part of as, as far as far as living my life under. Um, I live under this thumb than some other countries, thumb, which it is what it is. Uh, but Amanda was talking about internets and downloading things yeah. and all of that craziness um as far as child pornography and and so forth but um there was somebody else who dabbled in a few things on the internet and uh and had his stuff uh well i wouldn't i'm not gonna say stolen left his laptop at a computer computer, computer repair shop and originally about i'd say 18 months ago it was perceived it was very much stated to be Russia disinformation. You wouldn't have. Um, was it eighteen months ago? Was it? I, I mean, I can't. I mean, yes, you're you're right because it was a year and yeah. not quite a year and a half. It, I don't. I have no concept of time when it comes to political news. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, like it was. It was right around because it was. I, I remember it was right around like yeah. going into the third debate, and because we had missed the second debate because Trump tested positive for COVID and so forth. But yeah, like it was Russia disinformation, Hunter Biden's laptop, like it was stolen. And and this and and everybody to the point to where everybody shut this thing down except for the New York Post. And they had the New York Post. um, Their Twitter account was suspended for was it 24 hours or so? I think it was 2448. Yeah. Yeah. Was suspended. Because they were the ones to report this Russia disinformation and everybody put it off. Russia disinformation. Google put it off. Um, If you talked about it on your YouTubes and so forth, your channel got flagged. You got a you got a um, uh, what an an X or whatever they're called. um, And all of these things happen because you talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and Russia disinformation. Well, as I like to say. Oh, so often. I guess I was right. Here we are again. I was right. And I know we weren't really talking about this because we weren't. We a man and I didn't have a podcast at that at that particular point in time. But I was right again. Uh, again, I don't know why people doubt me. Um, I will steal the words from Jason Stapleton and say, say it once. I'll say it a million times. Don't doubt me. Um, don't know why people do. This was not Russia disinformation. New York Times came out and said, hey, this wasn't Russia disinformation. This is actually very true. This is Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, go figure. Go figure. Yeah. 
it, you know, it's so initially, right, the, the line was, well, this is a private individual and this was stolen property. And so we can't uh, and, and we, we can't verify that this belongs to this person. And we're not going to because this is a private individual. Uh, this is a very selective application of the, this is a private individual, therefore, <laughs> if you report on a private individual, we won't allow you to post it rule. And I have never mm. even heard of that guy before. Yeah, that, no. So that, that was odd. And, you know, we're not saying anything that people don't already know. But this, I mean, this is what happens when you assume a couple different things. You know, you assume that... Uh, Either and maybe this is a both and the people who listen to you as a media outlet agree with you anyhow and don't care whether what you're saying is, is true or false, which is mm-hmm. really, you know, I, I keep thinking of, of Russian state media with this, where it's obvious that there are so, so many lies that are told and everyone knows that there are lies and they just don't care because this is how information works there. So this is what happens when you believe that the people who, who do listen to you agree with you anyhow and are going to let you say whatever. And simultaneously, you don't trust the public at large. So the idea behind all of this was, well, if we say that this laptop was legit, then maybe people will you know, well, they'll, they'll, they'll get the wrong idea. And th- we've seen this time and time again, also with, with, um, with COVID news and vaccine news and things like that, where there's, you know, there's, so, there's disinformation and then there's a grain of truth to that disinformation. And it would be much more helpful if there was an analysis and an acknowledgement of, okay, here's what's true about this. Here's, and then here's how it's getting spun. That is what's going to help instill faith in yep. your institutions, not just sweeping it all under the rug and saying it's Russian disinformation. That, like that, that itself is sort of a Russian disinformation. I almost feel bad for Russia because they can't claim that things are Russian disinformation. And I just, I applaud the fact that they've been able to do so well with media manipulation while not being able to default to the it's Russian disinformation line. Right. I, it's, it's admirable. That's going to give a call out of context, me applauding the Russian media. I know, right? I know, right? Just wait. Just wait. And I just, it's, it's so, I think one of the, one of the big things is is, for me, it's, it's just, it's frustrating that, that nobody is going to care. You know, it's, it's this, them coming out and admitting, hey, yeah, you know what? We were wrong. Is not going to be nearly as big of a story as it should be with the people who actually read the New York times, it is not going to be. And, and maybe this is, this is me and my black pill as far as understand of of like, I think that there is no hope for, for a lot, for a lot of things that happen. Uh, I just like nobody at the New York times is going to be held accountable for any of this. Um, Nobody in, in America is really going to hold the people who read the New York times. They're not going to put the New York times feet to the fire when it comes to this and say, Hey, if, if this is coming out later as this is actually true and you guys were telling us that it wasn't true. um, Then what were you doing during that time of your journalistic investigation? Like you can't just come out and say something is, 
is bad because it opposes what you what you believe. Like it it it, it just shows that the, we we have very few real journalists in America um, who are really to to dive in and find stories, um, whether or not they are and 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 come out with and admit whether they're they're true or not. Um, this makes me want to. And I won't, but support Project Veritas so many more ways because of the things that they do because of how because like at least they're willing to like go in and 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 granted that they are they are very right leaning. But, you know, they're right leaning and you know what they're looking for and they don't hide it at all. You know, the New York Times will come out and say, oh, no, we're not left leaning. We're very you know, we just report the news and Project Veritas is like, nah, man. We lean right. We support Trump. Like we're, we're gonna get get down in the degree and do all that stuff. And so it's it's frustrating because we we ha- we we have very few real journalists in America now to to be able to parse through all of this information that that we get. And so now it is I would say it's my job to do all of that even more so because I'm I'm already a busy person. And so that's why I'm like, you know what? It's not even worth my time. I'll just. Eh, it if if it comes out to be a true story in the next year, it is what it is, and and so it, it's frustrating because nobody's going to hold anybody's feet to the fire, nobody's going to have any consequences for this, and it's just, I mean, and it could be a good thing. Maybe people just aren't looking at to New York Times or to to the, all these big media outlets for news anymore. Maybe they are going to um just podcasts and Joe Rogan's of the world and the. And the Stephen Crowders, I don't know how he, how big he, his oh platform is now, but right. I imagine it's probably still growing. Um, yeah. And and the and I'm and again, I'm not supporting any of these people, but it just shows that people are looking for smaller, I would say, smaller platforms to get their news and get their information because they are at least people who are willing to admit that they're right or wrong in a situation, like the Tim Pools of the world. Hey, I got this wrong. Sorry, guys. Here we go. Or you know, Joe Rogan, like, hey, I'm just asking questions. I'm just here to ask the question and get and get the information because I don't know. Um, And it's so maybe that is the good silver lining in all this. I'm not sure if that's the case, but hey, you know, it is what it is. It's 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 so in- interesting that, that now the, the right wing, if you're conservative, you officially become the counterculture. The yeah. left have officially become like disinformation is the new obscenity. OK, if you read the history of obscenity laws and, and obs- like you could replace obscenity with disinformation and it would fit perfectly. And what I hate most about this is that means that like the libertarians are the reasonable ones. I never wanted to be the reasonable one in the room. <laughs> I wanted to be the fun that you one. I wanted to be the one who was oh right. man, he's got her, you know, crazy views on how exactly. we should end qualified immunity. <laughs> That's so weird. And, and now and now I have to be the voice of re I don't want that. I don't want that exactly. burden. I will give some unsolicited advice to both Project Veritas and the New York Times and other papers of record um project veritas i have said for a while that what they need to do because like sometimes they have good stuff but there's there's sort of a there's a stench of 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 distrust right because you think oh well it's all right leaning so Mm. project veritas i recommend that they take a leaf out of the coke book and they have they like have different names for your outlets. So Project Veritas diversify, have multiple, you know, multiple media fact check, media accountability platforms, and have some of them 
be, you know, accountability for the right wing in, in whatever way that Project Veritas feels comfortable. And that way, you're not as easily able to trace back to Project Veritas. Yeah. Um, you know, and in fact, uh, you know, other conservative, more right leaning outlets um, like Daily Cobbler have done this with they're they're now a Facebook certified fact checker. And you wouldn't know that because it's it's called check your fact or something like this. Mm. That's brilliant. So Project Veritas do the same thing. Diversify, uh, play the Coke game. So yes. New York Times, this would be a wonderful moment for the New York Times to reacquire credibility, make it up, I don't care, but do an investigate, like a self-audit, New York Times. This is where we went wrong and why. It, you can make it up. You don't, you don't have to say it was because we were, we were carrying water for this candidate. You know, say mm. whatever you want. You know, blame it on whomever you want. You blame it on the American people if you want. But you know, make it seem credible. Like we yep. are, we, we aired, we made a mistake. Yep. And this is our, this is our olive branch. This is our, you know, this is our uh, penitence or what have you. Right. I feel like that would work beautifully. And CNN has even done this on occasion. Um, I love when Brian Stelter does this. <laughs> like, you know, he's sort of doing like the fake uh, policing of CNN with reliable sources yeah. and all of that. You know, you see, right. uh, New York Times can do the same thing. So again, th- th- these are just tips. I offer them freely. Um, exactly. Yeah. You got to come out. And you, you have to, it, it's got to be a, a you get out in front of it, not a, hey, somebody caught us in this. So we've yeah. got to go back and, and, and make adjustments. Like uh, that, that, that is the biggest thing. And, and before I, in like, I feel like I'm about to get off in like a leadership coaching standpoint or whatnot, but um, in, in any sort of thing that you're dealing with in life, if you are wrong, it is better for you to get out in front of it and say, hey, you know what? I messed up. I dropped the ball. I fumbled the bag. Whatever you got to say in order to reach whoever you need to reach. That is the best way to go about it. It's not a good thing for you to get called out on it and then come back and apologize and say, oh, you know what? Yes, I'm really sorry for this because it's like, no, because most people will say, no, you're just mad. You're not sorry. You're just, you're sorry. You got caught. Like there's a difference, you know? And so I, I, I feel like if New York times project Veritas, um, whoever else needs to come out and do that, 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 that is, that's the best way to go about doing this. And I know from observation, first experience and or, or observation experience and Firsthand, like I, 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 there have been times where I was like, you know what? Yeah, the, it was better received when I came out and said, hey, you know what? I don't know if you guys have heard, but I messed up here. That's on me. I'm sorry. It's not my intention and so forth. And they're like, oh, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. You're still going to be in trouble, but not as severe as it as it would have been or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I need everybody to do this for me. Okay. I need everybody close your eyes for a minute. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Pretend like your eyes are closed. Close your eyes and picture this. You have a a fairly skilled um, basketball player. It's March Madness. We'll go Boogle basketball player. Fairly skilled basketball player playing collegiate basketball. Okay? Fairly skilled. For some reason or another... They get kicked out 
of their their specific league, okay, specific league. Then they turn around and say, you know what? I can just change my hair a little bit, change my mantra a little bit, and go through a specific change, and I can play for the women's team, okay? And then I can go and lead my team to victory in in whatever championship that they're in, okay? Now, you may be thinking to – now, open your eyes. You may be thinking to yourself, Maurice, you just described the movie plot. You know what? Because I did. It's called Joanna Man, all right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, I encourage you to go watch that movie because what is happening today is a – uh, it's very similar. I'm not going to say it's eye for eye because at least in Joanna Man, the main character was like a legit uh, basketball guy who was like who was like starring in his league, and so then he made the transition. Okay, but there is there is a person who goes by the name Leah Thomas. I don't know if some of you guys, if most of most of us don't live in the rocks, because if I know about it, then you know about it. Who is the woman's who was like an NCAA champion in two different two different um events in swimming. Okay. And she has lost two, a couple, by the way. She's recently she's she won and then she's recently lost a couple. Yeah. She's so she's she she's lost like specific heats and so forth. Okay. Cause that th- that's what I'll say. Like and it, it is it's it is one thing or another. She's lost. Okay. But she wins when it matters. And she recently, a few years ago, was a he who was competing collegiately. Now, granted, I'm I am I don't know the whole story as to why the transition happened. Okay. I am not going to sit here and say that she wanted to she wanted to dominate women's sports. So that's why the change was made. It's probably not the case. Okay. Um, if it is, then that's that makes it even worse. But to go from a mediocre at best male athlete to now winning the women's uh, collegiate championship in swimming says something. And I agree. And, and, and I'm going to tell you this. There are a lot of people who are up in arms and I I'm not going to be up in arms or whatnot, but but I I have some issues with it as well because not only Leah Thomas, but oh my gosh, I cannot I cannot remember her name. She just won Woman of the Year. Oh, uh, Rachel Rachel Levine. Yes, just one right, just one and Woman of the Year, and and there are jokes going around, and I think it is funny. I 100% think it is funny um, because it's it's a comedy, and I feel like Dave Chappelle should talk about it. Um, because anything that is serious, he can make a joke out of and make light of. But you have two people who were formerly men transition, and now they're beating women in specific things that were set apart for just women. And the joke is men are better at being women than women are. Like, I mean, you got a woman of the year. Who was it? Um, Caitlyn Jenner a few years ago. Same thing. Same thing. And so now you, you you've got all these things. And and Leah Thomas is not the first. There are two, two, I want to say two high school track stars that were in Connecticut that 
a few years ago that they start they were in high school as males transitioned to females and won the state championship and broke records based off of based off of what they were doing and this is i saw a post on on instagram and somebody was defending this and, and i get people will defend and they said well her time wasn't even the fastest in college ever the fastest time it was nine seconds off of katie ledecky if anybody knows women Katie Ledecky is arguably the best woman's uh, swimmer ever, ever, like period, ever. And for a collegiate male to be nine seconds off of that says something like it just does. There's a lot going on here and it's it's super frustrating and people want to act like like this is not a big deal. Um, But I will say that it is. It is. And this should have. I was watching something earlier and it, it, it talked about how this uh, this issue should have been addressed a long time ago when we were in the midst of this culture war, when we're talking about, hey, how people feel and and so forth. And being able to say, like, no, at some point you have to stop with this, being able to embrace everybody and, and everybody can compete against everybody. And, and it's OK. And, and there is no difference between male and female and 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 all this stuff. And, you know, a woman is equal to a male. And and like when you do all of that, you come into you, 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 you start to think, well, biologically, if we're all equal, then there is no difference. But I hate to inform you that my wife and I are not the same. She was a power lifter in high school, but I guarantee you, if she was a power lifter in high school, I would still outlift her. I would. And I would have won state and all of that. And I'm just an average lifter. Like I'm not, I'm not a big lifter. I wouldn't consider myself to be very strong when it comes to those things. But if I was in high school, I guarantee I would have beat every single one of those, those girls who were in that thing. And that is super frustrating, especially somebody who is fully developed, fully developed, all their muscles and all that stuff. It's crazy. Sorry. Sorry for my tirade. No, it's fine. I wanted to give you. I wanted to give you your time because this is this <laughs> is an interesting issue. You know, people have all kinds of different takes on it, and for me, I am probably not as incensed about these two particular stories as as most people are. I do find it quite funny. I have to say, I do find it quite funny that the same people who were calling leftists snowflakes for various random crap that Donald yeah. Trump said <laughs> are, you know, for overreacting to it are the same people now who are having an absolute fit because USA today called Leah Tom or sorry, called uh, Rachel Levine, a woman. I, it, the same, you guys, it's language. People use language. People have, experiences in the use of language as nancy pelosi says and we need to accept people's experiences in the use of language (laughs) now for me i have i i have a solution to all of this and that's that is this my proposal is that we get rid of of gender designations in sports entirely we separate the leagues by whether you use the bathroom whether you urinate standing up or sitting down gender has nothing to do with it it's going to be the I, I urinate standing up leak and the I urinate sitting down leak. That's it. We're not bringing gender into the picture at all. And frankly, I think we should also distinguish bathrooms this way because that makes a lot of sense. Do you do standing up or sitting down? That's that's oh. a big change. It's not about gender. Th- this may be TMI for people, but sometimes when it's dark <laughs> and I have to go to the restroom and I don't feel like turning on the lights because I get up at three o'clock in the morning. 
and I got to let loose. Sometimes I sit down. I've heard men say so, that. Hey. <laughs> I've heard men say, I have to be honest with you. I would never do that if I were a guy. Like, I would always make it into a game. I would. Like, I've heard that they put little targets on the urinals, like in high schools, because guys, yes. just, they love to aim at things. I would do yes. that at home. I would just, it sounds, <laughs> I would do it. And I would like have little points too. I would get really right, into it. Is like, what I'm oh, saying. Exactly. But, but yeah, no, go. Uh, I, 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 just, I just, I just find that funny. I mean, because, because uh, th- there are times where, because of course, because I am married and, and I don't want to have to clean it up and I don't want, want my wife to walk in and sit on a seat that has my, um, my, my urine on it and smell it and then she gets mad at me and then then it causes a fight and so i was like you know just to do this it's it's dark i'll just sit down i'll just sit down and go but go ahead i'm sorry go no ahead. i was just gonna say what what so what i recently found out and th- so this this is where it gets sketchy for me this is where it gets sus okay this is where i'm like make up your mind because leah thomas is is competing as a woman in the women's division fine but she's also competing Last I checked, there is a uh, transgender swimmer, uh, this time female to male, named Isaac Hennig, also competing in the same races. So, but by this logic, Isaac Hennig should be competing in the men's division. So that that is that is what's strange to me. So you know, you, you you choose one or have a transgender division, which some people have have suggested. Um, and you know, occasionally people are like, "Well, that, that wouldn't get as much publicity, or that wouldn't get as much attention." To which I reply, "Have you seen women's anything? Like, do do you know about <laughs> women's basketball? How many people watch women's <laughs> basketball?" Yours okay. truly, I actually do. But. Okay, well, you are you are one of the rare ones. <laughs> women's basketball, I get like. You know, women's hockey. I love hockey. I play. I. I. I, yeah. I wouldn't watch myself play hockey. Yeah, no, I don't. There are, and and, and <laughs> I, I remember I used to get a lot of flack for this, but there are three women's sports that I will watch. I will watch softball and volleyball. Those sports are actually pretty fast, and so it's easy for me to for me to enjoy it. And and I will watch women's basketball. Um, just because they are very skilled at what they do. And so mm-hmm. um, don't now, do I enjoy it as much as watching men's basketball? No, not even close. Like, like it is the game is not women just don't run as fast. They don't run as fast. They're not as physical. Um, it's so it, it it's, it is difficult to watch. And if anybody tried to tell me that, that, that women, that, that women do run fast, I will tell you, I, I, Maurice Jones, in high school, could literally run faster. Let me make sure. Let me pull this up because, um, because because I, I want to make sure that that I have this right. Women's one hundred meter record. Yes, I'm gonna pull this up. Ten four nine. That is the women's one hundred meter record. Okay. I, Maurice Jones, in high school could run faster than a 1049 in 100 meters. And 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 that me and I wasn't even close to winning a state championship in 100 meters. Like if the I could run faster than that. So that's why I say like 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 things like this when you so like women are not as fast as men. That's just and this is an elite 
elite sprinters, and I, and I wouldn't consider myself elite because I mean I ran college, I ran track in college, but like I wouldn't consider myself elite, elite. Okay, so there are certain things that men just typically run faster. They they it so it, it it makes it makes it easier to watch. Nobody's watching the WNBA. I'm sorry, they just aren't. Like WNBA has been losing money forever. You know they don't. People don't watch women's sports um, as they watch men's sports. And that is just, that's a statement of fact. It is very true. If I offend anybody, I'm not sorry because that is a statement of fact. Some sports okay? though, women's beach volleyball. I, I oh, feel like I will women's watch beach that volleyball all day. Like, yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. Women's it's beautiful. swimming too. And it's you fun. Got, yeah. Yes. Like, like, so like, like anything that's Olympic wise, I 100% will watch it, you know, except for the hockey. I, 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 w- w- the women's field hockey, I don't watch. I just sorry. Women's women on a, on hockey, ice hockey, I don't watch that either. I mean, we just had a Winter Olympics. Okay, um, sorry, I didn't watch it. I so have a kick-ass it, it's, goalie. I will have you know, ice hockey goalie. <laughs> you out there in the goalie? I am a good goalie. No one ever believes okay. that I'm a very because it's it's about agility. It's because I can okay. like do the splits and stuff. So ah, it's it's about being it's like okay. being quick and then being able to you know okay. jump around. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I will say this though. If they did a transgender category, so men and then women and then trans. Now, typically it would have to be male to female because female to male, they they wouldn't be able to compete either. Like like if if if, if I'm being honest, they they just wouldn't be they they just told a a uh I think it was she was from South Africa that she had from um from who was a female that she had too much testosterone mm-hmm. in her in levels in her thing and she couldn't run and what, she wasn't not, trans. Not yeah right no just 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 a woman she couldn't run but 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 then we got other stuff happening and I, I think that to me is the is the bigger issue is a lot of this is you are you we talk about hey you know women and and men and 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 how women should be equal to men and all this stuff and everything like that but you are not allowing that to happen because now you you are allowing men who have had years of the muscle building and the testosterone in their system and so forth to compete and dominate against women who who do not have that same advantage and so i, I just i it's it's frustrating to me which is why i i would i mean i i would that is what I would advocate for is if you want to do that, compete against people who are on the same level as you, who are making that same transition as you and so forth. And granted, I'll be honest. I would I would probably watch it, especially when it comes to sprinting. I'd watch it if it came to any any sort of sport, athletic ability related. I probably wouldn't watch swimming. I'm not going to lie. Leah Thomas. I didn't watch any of that because outside of Olympics, I don't watch swimming. Like I, that, that's just men or women like Michael Phelps. The only reason why I followed him is because the Olympics, Katie Ledecky, again, the Olympics, you know, um, these are all things that are Olympic sports. So that's why I followed them. But I, I, I would, I would watch it. If, if you got a bunch of men who are transitioning to women who are athletic enough to play volleyball, I would probably watch it. Why? Cause I enjoy the sport of volleyball. Like it's, it has nothing to do with who's playing it. If it's played at a good level, then I will watch it. And I think that that is that is most most people who watch sports that is their thing. They don't want us as fans. We don't want to see one person dominate as as much as as they have. 
So when when there's parody in sports, people tend to watch it more. That's why people watch March Madness. That's why people watch um, playoffs and that's it, because there's parody in it. That's why people NFL, that's why the, I think they have one of the best things. March Madness is the same way. So when it comes to those things, people will watch it. I just, I mean, I, I think more people, you have more people on the left watching it than the right because why because the right will be like oh well i'm not watching that and i just think that that's you know it is what it is but they that is my solution if you are taking something because you identify with something that you were not um if you identify with something that doesn't match your parts down below then maybe you should have your own category that's just how i look at it I think a lot of people would watch, uh, you know, maybe you could call it like open category because you do, you have like, you know, the, yeah. the open, right? People would sure. watch that because, yes. you know, first of all, you would feel good about yourself if you watched it. Like, I mean, you'd feel like a virtuous person. Um, but yeah, there, there are many, many talented transgender athletes. And I think that people would watch that. People would watch that if they, if, if they had their own league. And then you would, you would get rid of the insanity coming from absolutely every single side. Yes. Um, because yes. both camps here just tend to maximize the crazy and they don't do their arguments any justice whatsoever. 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. And you could even set it up the way the NBA funds the WNBA. Like the w, the WNBA loses money all the time, but they are funded by the NBA. So if you, let's say Nike, you are putting on these entire you, you you put on like all of these specific track events every single year, um, whether it's the world championships or things of that nature or or just specific just meets around the, uh, you know, around the United States, because they do. I know a lot of people don't know this, but there are a lot of track meets that happen throughout the year. And so if Nike were to just say, hey, you know what, we're going to add our own division then and and they're able to fund it they say hey if you want if, if if this this is the category that this is if you were anything if you and and i i, get, I think they would probably get some backlash from the left because it's like oh well you know what if they don't because you're telling people who identify as this that, that they can't they can't compete with their own kind and so forth but you could say if you do not identify with whatever gender that you were associated with at birth then you can compete in this specific category and we will fund that for you and then people get paid and then you would have the situation in which everybody is happy you get people who want to compete on a on a on a competitive level who are transitioning they get their category they get the same medals they sing they they get some recognition and so forth you get your men's category you get your women's category and then you have your open category and then Everything is soft. Nike could fund it just like the, just, just like I said, like the NBA funds the funds the WNBA. The NFL is coming up with like a minor league, the, the USFL. Okay, yeah. they are funding the USFL. It happens across all sports. Every single thing it happens. NCAA does it very very well. Like people don't people don't think that the, that the, that the NCAA women's basketball is people, not nearly enough people watch that. But the men's side funds a lot of that. So, like, it happens everywhere. MLB funds funds their minor leagues and so forth. Like, it's possible. It is very much possible. We've seen it happen before. So I don't, I don't understand why people do not want to do it again. That would solve all problems. That would, that would have people on the right happy. People on the left would be somewhat happy. And then you would have everybody being able to compete at whatever level they want to compete. 
I mean, I mean, I think at the sponsors, the, the sponsorships alone oh, would be yes. fantastic. There is no corporation that like, there's no major corporation that wouldn't sponsor this. It's incredible. And especially in today's day and age. This is a oh, very man, Yeah. I mean, you got Home Depot, who is typically, and I'm, I'm just going to go out here on a limb, okay, and say most people who shop at Home Depot are probably people who typically lean on the right or whatnot. I'm just just throwing that up because those are typically your most of your 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 um your home improvement DIYers construction construction work. Just just th- I'm just saying I'm not. I mean that's my educated guess. I don't know the facts on that, but I would assume. Okay, you know what assuming does. But you have Home Depot coming out talking about privilege and talking about how we need to um you know how you have you have your Home Depot privilege and then you have your um your class privilege and and, and all these things and they're educating people on this their employees. So they 100% would love to be at the forefront of this and say, "You know what? Let us sponsor let us sponsor a track meet or a swim meet or whatever the case may be for people who are transitioning and have an open thing. And I guarantee everybody will eat it up. They would eat it up. You'd have people on the left saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to shop at Home Depot now. I'm going to buy all my plants from Home Depot instead of instead of Home Garden or whatever the case may be. Like, that's what you would do. I don't know. I mean, Amanda, you're you're more of the, the left expert living out there in, in the People's Republic of California. It. Do you guys have a lot of Home Depots out there? I don't know. We don't. I, mean, just saying, I, I don't know. See? I haven't seen a Home Depot, <laughs> although I don't usually look for Home Depots. It's not, you're not scoping the Home Depot scene. Like, where is it? I feel so sad because now uh, Ben Shapiro will have to buy his wood elsewhere. Do you remember? Yeah. This was a few years ago. <laughs> The, like the Home Depot, like refused to take a stand on some issue because they're like, uh, "Sir, this is a Home Depot. We sell wood yeah. here." And Ben Shapiro got really excited about the fact that Home Depot was uh, was like the Switzerland of of stores and just was not right. taking a side. And he he posted this video of himself like holding a two by four. He needed one piece of wood. Did Ben Shapiro? And he's like talking about how great he's like got a t-shirt on. <laughs> he's talking about how great Home Depot is. And I'm so sad because where will Ben Shapiro buy his wood? <laughs> I also want to make a comment about one of the types of privileges, uh, privilege in, in the Home Depot flyer. Now, again, this, this wasn't sent out by all Home Depots. This was a Home Depot right. in Canada. Just one store. And so yes. we know, you know, um, Home Depot in Canada did this. <laughs> Let, you know, let that sink in. But right. um, one of the types of privileges that was that uh, one types of privilege that were discussed was Christian privilege. And the explanation for like what Christian privilege is, is if you have never had to ask your employer for or explain to your employer that you have a holiday coming up and ask for time off. So then you have Christian privilege. OK, so here's why. I, the, and I, I'm speaking. I, I, I know that the two relig- <laughs> that the Judaism and Christianity are not the only two religions in the world. However, right. The reason that I take time off at you know I have to request time off or say that I'm going to take time off every year is because 
I'm on a different calendar than the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> it's not like, you know, it's, it's not, oh, this is always Purim, okay? Uh, every single year you mark the calendar on this Gregorian day and it's always, no, it changes, it changes. Yom Kippur is in the same Gregorian day every year. So I have to say, hey, Yom Kippur is coming up. I'm going to be offline. The, this is not rocket science. Also, there are yeah. a lot more holidays that require time off in certain religions compared to others. Like, you know, you've got, you know, they're the two major holidays that people think of when they think of Christianity and the, you know, needing to take time off are mm. Christmas and Easter. One of those is on a Sunday. So Right. I, and you get the Friday off. So <laughs> you don't have to request it. Like. Yeah. So that, that's, you know, that I honestly, I felt microaggressed when it was implied that employers should automatically know because, you know, just, just, they should know, they should see on right. the calendar that it's, that it's, that it's Rosh Hashanah, that they, that it's right. Yom Kippur, but it's a different day every year. It's an every, guess, every Gregorian year. I, I, I guess I don't have Christian privilege, even though I am a Christian, because I, I take off for, for Passover. Yeah. I take off for, you know, Feast of Harvest, you know, Feast of Tabernacles, like, and those technically are not Christian holidays, but I take off for those and I celebrate those. Like, I mean, hey, so I guess I don't have Christian Christian privilege according to Home Depot. You so, do not have Christian yes. privilege. Score one for Maurice. Mm, got it. Got it. But yes, that is Home Depot. And can you really imagine Ben Shapiro actually building something? Like, I just, it's- What would he build? I, right. I, I look at him, I was like- there's no reason why you should literally be in Home Depot. Like, th like that, th that is nearly, that's just as bad. As, that is the, um, the whole, you're, you're just putting on a show. Like, Hey, here you go. Kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe do he'll go to his, his local lumber yard. Cause they got some of those in Nashville. So, or Lowe's. It was one piece of wood. What do you need yeah. one piece of wood for? And it was even like in a little bag. He was only like a little bag. Oh my gosh. That's how you know the man don't shop at Home Depot. Well, he you can't put no <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm no. I'm sure Home Depot is 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 uh, is pretty much like yeah, Ben Shapiro doesn't shop here anyway. We could afford to lose him. So maybe he's building a balance beam. Maybe he's going to compete in women's gymnastics. But even on a balance beam, you need something thicker than a two by four. Like maybe he's really <laughs> agile. Like we could all be, we could all be made fools tomorrow if he comes yeah, man, out. He got to be weighing less than than my niece, who is four years old, and like, and I mean, she's a hoss, but but yeah, because them two by fours ain't gonna support nobody when when they're they're just like two by four by ninety sixes. They they ain't gonna support anybody. So it is what it is. But uh that that brings us to the, end of the show thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for listening to us rants about home depot and ben shapiro and how he probably doesn't build anything and how we could solve all of this 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 transgender issues as far as competition and whatnot um if you like all of that please 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 leave us a five-star rating review on apple music uh, apple music sorry I, my mind is everywhere oh, well, um, all on apple podcast exactly on apple podcast um and uh and uh subscribe follow us on spotify or wherever you catch your podcast um leave us leave us that rating review please share the show with a friend or a family member or anybody who you feel like needs to hear this whether it's your mom your dad your uncle your cousin and so forth um share 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 
share, 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 and share some more. And then follow us on all forms of social media. That is Instagram on Twitter. Um, that is call me Maurice on Instagram at Civil Discord Podcast on Instagram. And then Ajax the Griff, the great Amanda out there. And then um, Civil Discord Pod on Twitter as well. Both of those are most of the most are handled by Amanda. Anything that's crazy, you best believe it's coming out. Of, it's, it, it, it is coming from my thumbs. Um, crazy things like that. But do all of that. Oh, yes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Subscribe to our YouTube, YouTube channel. You can watch us live. Not, I'm sorry. You can watch the video portion of this on there. You can't watch us live just yet. Maybe we'll go live at some point. You can watch us when future. we were live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Watch us past tense live. Um, do all of that. Subscribe on YouTube. Again, leave us a comment under the videos. Help us um, defeat the great YouTube, the great Googles of the world. Um, but do all of that. And we'll be back again with another episode of Civil Discord, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. Until then, y'all be easy and stay fierce.